The material shared within this podcast is for educational purposes only and is based on the personal experiences and learnings of the presenter. Bob is a SpeedyCath catheter user who has received compensation from Coloplast to provide this information. Each person's situation is unique, so your experience may not be the same. Talk to your healthcare provider about whether this product is right for you. Nothing within this podcast is intended to be used as medical advice or used to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You should rely on the healthcare professional who knows your individual history for personal medical advice and diagnosis. Please see complete product instructions for use, including all product indications, contraindications, precautions, warnings, and adverse events. Coloplast provides this information for your general reference related to the reimbursement of Coloplast products only. Reimbursement, coverage, and payment policies can vary from one insurer and region to another and may change over time. Coloplast does not guarantee coverage or payment of products. Welcome to the Real Talk Bladder and Bowel Conversations with Coloplast Care podcast, where we believe having real, honest conversations about bladder and bowel management can improve wellness, reduce stigma, and foster community support. I'm Brianna, your host, and I'm a Coloplast team member dedicated to making life easier for people with intimate healthcare needs. Let's have a real talk. When you have to go, you have to go. Unfortunately, clean and accessible restrooms aren't always available. On top of that, maintaining proper hygiene is often more challenging while catheterizing on the go, and you might not be able to perform your optimal technique. This can make planning ahead difficult, and you might end up avoiding situations where you won't be able to catheterize with convenience and comfort. During this episode, guest Bob Vogel will do a deep dive into closed system intermittent catheters for men which are all-in-one catheter and bag solutions that offer the freedom to catheterize hygienically in almost any situation. As an intermittent catheter user with a spinal cord injury, Bob will cover the most frequently asked questions and concerns about closed systems and offer his time-tested advice and best practices to make the cathing experience as convenient and comfortable as possible. Well, welcome to the Real Talk podcast, Bob. We're super excited to have you with us. To get us started today, would you tell us a little about yourself? Um, let's see, where to start? <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, I just hit uh, 63 years old and um, I'm uh, a T10 complete paraplegic and my 38th year of going through that. Among other things, I'm a dad, uh, have a grown daughter and um, dog lover and an extremely active person. I like anything from travel to sports and adventure and certainly also a coloplast user. I'm really, really happy with the products. Okay, so I'm going to learn a lot of new things about you today. I thought we knew each other well from seeing each other at Abilities Expo, but I, I didn't know that you were a dad or a dog lover, any of those things. So you live a very adventurous lifestyle. You just sent me some pictures from Yosemite and all of your travels. Would you share a little bit of your background in pioneering adaptive sports? As far as when I got injured, I was pretty lucky that there were some various adaptive sports that are already starting to open up, although uh, the sports that I was really interested in were not necessarily adaptive yet. When I first got injured, I was already a hang glider pilot. There was a couple, to my knowledge, two or three paraplegic hang glider pilots 
in the world at that time. And so I happened to know one of them. So he helped me adapt my hang glider. A year to the date after my injury, I got involved in that. And I was a professional skier before my injury. Uh, at the time, the mono skis and everything didn't exist. What did exist really didn't interest me. It was more like going down the hill in a kind of a toboggan sled sort of thing. But a few years later, those came to be, and I just jumped into that. But beyond that, I mean, the list just off the top of my head that I like to do a lot is downhill ski. I've flown hang gliders and competed in aerobatics, was working on getting my sailplane license. I just need to get a little more time and money right now. <laughs> like to scuba dive a lot, like to sail, ride hand cycles on road and off road, and certainly love to travel and a anything that's adventurous and fun. You know, I want to get as much out of life as I can. I knew about the scuba diving, but a lot of those are all new to me. So that's awesome that you're involved in such a wide range of activities all season. I'm pretty fortunate. I'm also pretty stubborn. You know, when I see something, I try and figure it out. So when you're being active, that can definitely impact your bladder routine. You might be drinking more water or sweating. You might need to empty your bladder more frequently or just catheterize in places away from home. How have you kind of balanced your bladder routine with your active lifestyle? And do you have any key advice? Yeah. And you really nailed it. I mean, to me, one of the great things I learned in rehab that's very important is water is your friend. You want to drink a ton of water and you want to drink enough water that your pee is either clear or kind of looks straw colored. And I'm really sensitive to that. If I get even a little bit dehydrated, I just feel really run down. But on the other hand, as we just discussed, a lot of water goes in. And if I'm not sweating a lot, a lot of water has to come out. So one of the, to me, the great inventions now is in general, the closed system catheters. Grew up in the day where we just kind of had your basic catheter where you had to carry your lube and all your stuff with you. <laughs> so the closed system catheters have made a, a huge difference. So that's the first thing. I mean, just a, a couple other things that I like to think about is I always carry some in my wallet or my, my backpack or whatever. I carry some handy wipes just to make sure everything's clean. Whatever I'm doing, I always make sure I've got a couple extra catheters available at, at all times. That's kind of the main thing. And then the other thing is, you know, if you qualify at everything, I find a closed system is, is really vital for a couple of reasons. I really like to see my volume. I try not to let my volumes get over 600 cc's. I know that could be really bad for your bladder. I'm lucky I've had really good urologists that communicated with me over the years. Again, I like to look for that color. And then I also, if it's the color of the is a little dark or something, like, oh, I'm, you know, maybe just dehydrated a little bit or, you know, something's going on. I better, I better drink more water. With the closed systems and, you know, even more so now with the flex set, it's so small that I'm able to discreetly catheterize anywhere. And, and a lot of the places I travel, they're not in the U.S. They're not, not accessible at all. I think I might have shared this with you, but when I was talking to people about the flex set, I was saying how, you know, this is so small and discreet. If you end up on a long airplane flight, you can, you know, even use it, even if you're in the center row there. Sure enough, on the way home, I was in a hurry and I just forgot to use the restroom before jumping on the flight. I didn't realize it till halfway home and felt my abdomen and went, oh, this is not good. I'd always talked about this, like, well, I bet it's time to put up or shut up. I just kind of discreetly took a sweater and put it over my lap 
it's still light out and everything. And there was people all around me. And tip I have is first, the next thing I do is I discreetly reach for a barf bag, use the flex set with the closed system and everything drains in there. I just put the, um, that clear bag that it goes into, just put that in the barf bag. And when I'm done, put the cap right back on, twist it up. And when a flight attendant comes by, it's like, Hey, would you mind putting this away? And I mean, it was no must, no fuss. Nobody was the wiser. And I do that stuff if I'm riding my hand cycle, if I'm on a scuba boat, certainly on a scuba boat, you have to, when you're scuba diving, you have to stay really hydrated. If you're not hydrated enough, you could get decompression sickness. So it's really vital. That kind of thing comes into play in my life a lot. Are you a male intermittent catheter user? Do you want to try a closed system mentioned in this episode? We're here to help you find an option that best meets your unique needs. Call 866-226-6362 to speak with a personal advisor and product expert who will take the time to understand your needs and can even send free coloplast samples to try. Just call 866-226-6362 or visit the link in this episode's show notes to request your free samples today. Samples available with valid prescription only. Limitations apply. You had mentioned SpeedCat Flex Set, so that's kind of a new product to you. Before trying that, what was your go-to intermittent catheter? I was using the Coloplast closed system, and one of the difficulties I have, I think this is common in a lot of men, is my urethral sphincter is really tight. So I've always used a Coudé, even the best catheter, it just really has trouble passing through there. It seems if my bladder's a little bit full or if I'm rushed, I bet you the stress must somehow go right down there because, of course, if I really got a cat, that's when it just says, hey, I don't want to go in there at all. And the closed system has worked well, but I've still had some resistance and there's been times when, you know, you got to take a little extra. One of the first things I noticed about the flex set is the end of the catheter's got a little ball on it. They call it an olive tip. And the first time I used it, I was surprised the urine was coming out because I felt no resistance. And so I've been using it five months now, four to six times a day. It's the first time in my life, including being in acute rehab, where I've had no resistance. The catheter just passes through there. And it's been huge for me. That is the biggest game changer to not have to worry, okay, is this going to kind of hang up this time? (laughs) And another thing that makes me think about it is if it passes through my sphincter that easy, it probably is really helping not give me any trauma in my urethra. And I know from writing about this for New Mobility Magazine, which is a magazine I write for, urologists have told me that another problem is micro trauma in the urethra. So I figure that's, if it slides through the sphincter, it's probably got to be sliding through everything nice and easy. And it's hydrophilic coated, which we already know can reduce urethral trauma. And it's got that flexible tip. Was there anything else that prompted this switch? Well, a couple of things. Yeah, I was actually using the closed system. I was using the Coudé, you know, which is better than the straight tip. And I really like a Coudé catheter, as anybody that's used one knows, though, especially for males. Okay, is the line supposed to face towards me or away from me? And then you get halfway through, wait, the Coudé line is facing to the side. So the olive tip makes it so great. It just goes right in. And who'd ever thought that I'd be super excited, right, about an easier to use catheter, but it probably saves me five, 10 minutes a day if you figure that out. So 
when it came out, you folks let me know and sent me some samples. And I mean, from the first one, I just was like, wow, this is much better, which I, you know, like, I didn't think you could build a better mousetrap, but you did. Uh, the other thing I noticed, this is anecdotal. I know it hasn't been measured, but it seems to drain significantly faster. One of my downsides is I have a tendency to be chronically late. And so if I'm sitting there trying to get out the door, I go, oh, I better drain my bladder first. And and if something's kind of coming out slow, like, oh, this is going to be an extra two or three minutes. So it's really a pleasure when, again, that catheter goes right in and just empties right away. And then you got a really nice, easy tear tab to empty it nice and quick, but it doesn't get messy. All that stuff up, you know, you save five seconds here, 20 seconds here, 40 seconds there every time you cat. That That's huge to me. I know the bathroom is the last place any of us wants to be spending additional time. Yeah, yeah. The main thing for me is that the olive tip, knowing that I have yet to run into the, the sphincter resistance, where sometimes that can that can take three, four, or five minutes, or even, well, it's just not going in. I got to try a second catheter. And then, then you wonder, oh, did I bring enough today? And it's such a game changer. For our listeners who maybe haven't seen Flexstat or are unfamiliar with how it works, could you walk us through the steps you take to opening it and how you'd use it? Yeah. Well, the first thing you'll notice is compared to other closed systems, it's a smaller package. To me, that's a real big deal, especially when I'm traveling for a week or two and packing enough catheters for a week or two. So that's a big deal. And it's also convenient. I tear the top of the package open. Now, as a T10, I've got really good finger movement, but I've talked with a couple people that are in the C6 cervical quadriplegic range that have very minimal or no finger function, and yet they're able to manipulate that as well. So tear up in the top and then pull a catheter out. I really like the idea that it's got a very easy to open kind of twist top. So it's it's completely sealed. So if my hands are dirty, not a problem. You know, I still take a handy wipe, kind of clean everything off. And then I'll pop. The, there's a little deal on the uh, inside the bag that you pop that lets the water drain out of the hydrophilic tube. And then on the top, there's a really easy to take off cap. I take that off. There's a basically a sleeve. So I'm never touching the catheter. And then I go ahead and slide the catheter in. And I get it's, it's amazing when no resistance and then I'll just kind of hang on and watch the bag fill until there's nothing left. If I'm in an area where I, like an airline, where I, I'm not going to drain it, that's really nice because I just pull that sleeve back out over the catheter when I pull it out and I put the cap back on and that's 100% sealed. I'm not going to test it, but you could turn it upside down sideways and, and it's going to stay sealed until you either put it in the toilet or whatever or, or throw it away. If I'm right at the toilet, then go ahead and I take that out. And it's got a, a really easy to zip off little side thing that opens up a nice, easy to drain hole in the side. Some of the competitors, the whole top will come off. So it drains quickly, but it may drain quickly in about a three or a four foot area if you're not careful. So this has a nice flow where it drains super quickly, but it's very easy to make sure that you don't get drips on the lid or anything like that, which I know from being married before, that's the last thing you want to do. <laughs> Anything we can do to prevent that, we'll come up with some more innovations, right? Yeah. So thanks for walking through the steps that you take. And you did touch on a couple of these things, but are there any aspects of 
reflects that that you feel like have improved your bladder management routine? I, I keep going back to this, but I got to say that the first and foremost is is the olive tip and that that hydrophilic coating. Because uh, there's been times in my life where I've had so much resistance that a catheter has just not wanted to go in. And that's I've either gotten trauma to the uh, sphincter or I even had cases where the catheter folded over inside the urethra. And it's amazing how much blood you can get out, which is really scary. There's been a few times where I could tell the sphincter's got to be squeezing down because this is kind of but even there, it just pops through where I would think that probably anything else I would have tried would have just said, nope. I'm a huge fan, as I said earlier, of a closed system in general, because it's just so much easier to keep an eye on your urine volume and the color. And again, being injured 38 years, I still know it's super important that I pay attention. Don't want to let my volumes get too big. I want to make sure the color is nice and clear, straw colored. That was a long, long way to avoiding urinary tract infections. And then also as far as having the bladder overfill, the bladder doesn't like any kind of trauma or anything like that. Anything we can do that reduces trauma, fewer infections, not stretching out the bladder, that's all going to help us stay on the healthy side. Now is a good time to take a little break, so grab a snack, stretch, and make sure to keep listening for more of Bob's bladder management advice. Do you want to learn more about closed system intermittent catheters? Visit this episode's show notes and click the link to download an exclusive guide covering everything you should know about the closed system catheters discussed in this episode, including the basics of insurance coverage. To understand insurance coverage for closed systems, It's important to know that intermittent catheters are grouped into three categories that meet different user needs, which are used by healthcare providers when they bill insurers for medical supplies. Sometimes closed systems require additional documentation from a healthcare provider for coverage, so it's important to understand how you can qualify. For help determining if a closed system is right for you, call 866-226-6362 or visit this episode's show notes and click the link to download the Closed System Catheter Guide. Again, you can call 866-226-6362 to talk to a personal advisor and product expert, or visit this episode's show notes and click the link to download this episode guide. Medicare requires that individuals meet one of five criteria to qualify for a closed system. These criteria include having two documented urinary tract infections over a 12-month period, residing in a nursing home, being immunosuppressed, being a spinal cord injured pregnant female with neurogenic bladder, or having vesicourethral reflux. Again, these are the criteria for Medicare, and you only need to meet one out of the five options to qualify. Bob had two documented UTIs in a 12-month period, which was the criteria he used to get coverage. So Bob, can you walk us through any steps you took to get coverage for a closed system intermittent catheter? I'm I'm sure you'll probably put this in the notes, but the Cliff Notes version is that in order to be qualified within a 12-month period, you have to have two symptomatic infections. And and I'm not going to go through all the steps, but the first thing 
anytime somebody has a urinary tract infection, it's really important to contact your doctor, your nurse practitioner, or whomever, your healthcare professional. Let them know, hey, I got a urinary tract infection, even if it's something that you probably can beat on your own, because that's going to help you in two ways. A, it helps your healthcare practitioners, urologists get a bigger picture of what's going on. You know, hey, you're getting too many infections. You know, a lot of infections can also lead to other things. They can maybe help you figure out what's going on there. For me, since I always talked with my healthcare professional, when I wanted to try the closed systems, they looked and they go, oh yeah, in the last two years, yep, you definitely have documented two symptomatic urinary tract infections. Once you've got those documented, you don't need to get two more. I mean, that's that's a lifetime deal. I've been very fortunate that I have not had a urinary tract infection in years and years. A, a lot of that has to do with keeping myself clean, keeping myself hydrated. It's You had to keep driving the same things home, but they seem to work. I think that's a good point about going to your healthcare provider because a lot of folks might try to write it out, but making sure it's documented is super important. Yeah. And, and that, you know, there was something, I mean, I actually, I did that way in the past. I, there was a period in the mid nineties where I was getting a lot of bladder infections, you know, good news, bad news. My uh, doctor at the time says, you know, you, you know, your body well enough. And he wrote me a prescription, especially when I was traveling and stuff. And I go, Oh man, I, I really don't feel good. So I'd take a course of Cipro or something like that and not even get back to them. And on the one hand, it worked. But on the other hand, I realized and have read that that's really not a good idea for a variety of reasons. I mean, one of them is you can start to develop a resistance. And again, everything that's documented just makes it easier for everybody to deal with stuff in the immediate. And then if you do need a closed system catheter. Do you feel like flex that has increased your quality of life or do you feel like you've had better outcomes or experience than starting to use it? Uh, yeah, I, it, I just find, again, the main thing, it's just, it's so much easier to pass that catheter. Before the flex set, I never knew when I was going to run into a sphincter spasm or with friends, hey, I just need to use a restroom where normally it would take me maybe three or four minutes. Yeah. All of a sudden I'm I'm in there for 10 minutes and you know, like, hey, you okay in there? And, you know, not a big deal, but it's embarrassing and I'm probably missing out on the best jokes or, you know, okay, don't start the movie yet. I'll be out in a minute. Like, okay, oh, would you please just pass through here? You know, that can be a big deal, particularly if it's people you don't know that well or something or a social situation or, you know, I've gotten up to a gate of a flight and they said, hey, we're about to do the pre-board. Uh, just give me a moment. I need to wheel over to the bathroom. Of course, that's when my sphincter is going to spasm really tight. And I'm like, oh, man, they want, they want to board me right now, but I know I got to pee first. So having that, that olive tip, it's eliminating that stress and that time vacuum. Yeah, a lot of men have the tight sphincter, so it's a common issue. So I'm yeah. sure there are lots of other folks out there who experience something similar. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds little, but just because it's a smaller package... I never have to, you know, carry a second suitcase now for my for my catheters if I'm going away an extended period of time. So that's a big deal. Like I say, just having that the tear tab where it everything flows out in a nice even stream and flows out quickly, but not all over the place. Nothing, you know. I've had that at a friend's house. You're emptying your uh, bag, and you know the whole thing comes off and it goes everywhere. And yeah, you, know, you hope they've got a nice tile floor and not carpeting or something. 
<laughs> so it's helping avoid what could be major, major embarrassment. Oh yeah, definitely. You want to have that discretion. And if you have got a bag that's pouring all over the place, it can get on you. It can get on the floor. Yeah. Some of these things seem little until it isn't. And then it's a giant thing. So to me, it all adds up. Well, you covered a lot of different things. Are there any other parting words that you would want others to know about either closed systems or flex set or your experience? I would say, um, like anything, I'm fortunate as as a as a journalist that writes a lot about bladder health. I do get the opportunity to try whatever catheter there is on the market, and I am curious, and so I do try them. I never thought I'd be super super excited about talking about a catheter. You know, when it makes my life easier, I'm really happy to pass that information on to other people because I know that it's going to make their life easier. And as we all know when you have a spinal cord injury, there's so many things that take little bits and, and big bits of your time away every day. Anything that can help give you that time back, whether it's quicker catheterizing, not maybe losing a couple days, having fewer bladder infections, not damaging your sphincter or your uh, urethra with you know a catheter that doesn't pass through easy. All of that stuff adds up and suddenly you know you're talking about days, weeks, a lot of your life that you get back, that you're not having those little teeny pieces stolen from you. So that's a really big deal. Well, the other thing I would say is try and find a urologist that's knowledgeable about spinal cord injury and develop a relationship with them. I, I, I've been very fortunate that I've had good advice throughout my life with great urologists, and that's enabled me to, to stay healthy that way. Yeah, definitely develop a relationship with a urologist. And also, I love that you have just tested out all of the different products on the market and then you can pass on that wisdom because most folks don't have access to all of that and time to try it. So the fact that you're able to kind of guide the community is very appreciated. Absolutely, yeah. Hopefully it, it helps out others. Nothing feels better than passing on good information. If your loved one has neurogenic bladder, you may have questions about how to catheterize, your routine, and how to stay compliant. And we're here to help. Coloplast Care is an ongoing product and lifestyle educational support program to help intermittent catheter users become confident in their routine. When enrolled, you'll receive a welcome call from your personal advisor who can help answer your questions, explain proper product use, troubleshoot, and even send product samples all with the goal of helping you be successful in your bladder routine. You'll also receive a free welcome kit in the mail filled with clinician-validated education, a bag to carry your catheters in, a leg mirror for women, and more. You can sign up for Coloplast Care for free by visiting www.bladder.coloplastcare.us, calling 866-226-6362, or visiting this episode's show notes. Samples available with valid prescription only. Welcome kit contents may vary. Limitations apply.